listening to me right now, I'm probably a stranger. I decided to go about this anonymously so that I could feel like I'm free to express myself without any hesitation, without any question about how people will react when they hear it. That doesn't mean that I don't want any responses from anybody that will listen to this. I just don't want their ideas and their thoughts clouding my mind as I discuss my ideas and my thoughts (laughs) without any judgment or the expectation of judgment. So, hi. I will give you my name, though, because I think that it would be weird if I didn't. So, hi, my name's Rebecca. To be honest, I'm a little nervous. I've wanted to do this for a while, for a long time. Um, I've talked about it with my friends, people that I care about, for a while, for usually. So, I think the anticipation made me really, really nervous, and I almost chickened myself out. Even though I made a tiny little trailer out on a whim, I still was nervous and I still was scared to start actually recording a first episode. Introductions are scary. They are a setting place for someone to get to know you and understand who you are. But they also mean you have to put yourself out there for people to understand who you are in the first place. And... I was scared to introduce myself. I'm scared to push myself to another limit that I have never been before. I've never done this before. Not in the commitment that I'm putting myself out there to do. And I'm a little terrified. But I'm still going to go after it. Because I feel as though this is the right place for me to be right now. Right here. Talking to you. I'd love to get to know you who you are as you get to know who I am and how we can grow together. So a little bit about me while still somehow keeping this anonymous, even though I'm going to give you my name right now. (laughs) My name's Rebecca. I was born in Congo, Africa. I say this because my background has shaped who I am. Without it, you wouldn't understand the decisions that I make and the reasons why I make them. And you wouldn't understand the way that I process and think through things without my background. I know that there are people in the world that like to put away their background, to push aside where they've been and where they've come from so that they can create a new version of themselves. I personally think that you can't really do that without facing the past and then moving forward in the future. I remember in high school, or maybe it was middle school, one of my teachers told me that history repeats itself. People make the same mistakes time and time again until they learn from it. So if you choose to ignore your past, ignore what you've done and where you've come from, then you're choosing to kind of risk making the same mistakes time and time again because you're choosing not to learn from them. So, and all to say that my past matters, my history matters. It's shaped who I am, it's shaped my voice, and it's shaped the way that I make my decisions. So I'd like you to know some of it so that you can understand why I think the way that I do. So, again, I was born in Congo, Africa, and Congo, Africa was, I believe, 
and I may be completely wrong because I'm so bad at history and geography, but it was um, overtaken by Belgium and France. So because of that, I speak French and also some other African dialects. I speak French, but I'm not exactly 100% comfortable doing that. I am a Christian. I hold myself to Christian values. However, because I'm African, my parents and the way that I was raised is a little traditional. I always hesitate in sharing that because I immediately think about going on dating apps and trying to avoid whether or not I should let them know that I am a Christian and that I'm African or anything like that because the people that surround me are very, very traditional minded people. I know I'm not alone in this. There are a multitude of cultures that have kind of the same expectations for their children and the same mindset and ideas for their family and community. But for some reason, I feel as though God had made me different. And I speak of God a lot. (laughs) One thing you will learn about me is that I like to talk to God And I like to believe that he talks back. When I get the opportunity to have a conversation with him, I don't take it for granted. I value having communication and open communication with the creator. But I am also open to the concept that it doesn't have to be God for you to feel that same comfort, for you to feel that same center and peace. Because I think that when God introduced himself into our existence, he introduced himself with a new name. And names are powerful. Names are consistent. So it's not to discard him when I say that it doesn't have to be God for you. But it's really just to bring comfort to those that think it's too big of a concept to put on just God or to bring comfort to those that have had some trauma with Christians, Catholics, other religions and are scared to bring that name back into their life. So whoever you call him, your creator, your comforter, to me he's there. He is constant and he is prevalent in my life. So I'll mention him a lot. I wanted to take this first episode actually to talk about my society. Again, I'm an African-born woman, but I actually live in the United States. I moved here when I was pretty young, and with that came some trauma, some um, questionable stories that I might mention later on in these episodes, I guess. But also, with that came learning a very different culture that is kind of actually quite opposite to the African culture that my parents knew and loved very, very much. So I, a stranger in this land, trying to blend in and fit into its norms, am being told to go back to the way that I kind of actually don't really know and not familiar with. Um, If you can relate at all to what I am saying, then hey, welcome to the club of being an immigrant's daughter or son. And um, it's hard to navigate trying to blend in with this American life and then going back 
to sit and pretend like you know what you're doing with your culture. I have to be pretty honest. I'm a little annoyed at my culture at the moment. I feel as though right now our society is so twisted. I can't help but sense that it's become a society that shames you for ignoring the help and advice of others while looking down at you when you ask for help and need help. How can we be one thing in one situation, then the complete opposite in another? Where is the consistency? Is it that the people need accountability so that what they say is actually what they do? I really want a better representation of our community. Or at least I really want to be a better representation of our community. Actually, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. I really want to be a better human. And I feel as though I'm irritated that our community feels like such a setback. To bring some insight and some light, I am again in a Christian community that um, praises being helpful, being of aid when you're in a tough situation, in a hardship, and questions. But then... When you invite them into your hardship and questions and you ask for help, it's as if you have issues now. They give you judgment. They give you hesitation. They don't run for your help. And sometimes if they do end up running to help you, they just start excluding you into a normal system. Am I making sense here? Here, let's think of a scenario. Say I am a mom that is married to a pastor. A pastor that's not the house pastor of our church, but is just a normal pastor. And I find out that my husband has been cheating on me for years on end. So I finally gain the courage to tell my friend who just so happens to be within the wives of pastors and bishops and so on and so forth. My friend sees that I need help, but she also sees that I'm no longer this perfect image, this perfection that she's had in my her mind about me. So her judgment is now that I'm cracked and imperfect, that because my image is no longer what she had thought it was, She can no longer include me in the things and activities that I usually am a no-brainer to be signed up for. Because I no longer have this perfect marriage that she thought I did. I can no longer give advice about marriage. I can no longer sit at the table of people to be proud of. And that's a thing in our society. Pride. Holding on to perfection that that is non-existent really like it just it's not there but holding on to it so tight that you lose focus you lose almost everything because you're trying so hard 
to be perfect you're trying so hard that you lose yourself and then it feels like you're sinking and that's when people come to help you but when they come to help you they no longer treat you as if you're human even though it's very human it's a very human thing to be imperfect i mean the bible says that we are imperfect loved as sinners first why can't we be openly like that why can't we openly be who we are and then once we accept that once we look in the mirror and say we're broken we can look at other people and say i'm broken they can say it too and that relation that heart to heart that you have with one another that's growth that's help that's a benefit that can be so good why is it so hard to be honest about where we're at boy oh boy can i relate to that i deal with a lot of anxiety a lot of depression and heartache and it is hard to vocalize that i am hurting it is hard and i cannot imagine how hard it is to do it when you have presented yourself as perfection i cannot imagine how hard it is to show and express to people that you are the furthest thing from perfection when all their ideas and mindsets of you have been that they're picture perfect there's nothing wrong i cannot imagine how hard it is to be like hey i need help i actually like my pictures really cracked and messed up and fractured i really want to know how to build a greater society so that we can be more comfortable with saying those words to the people that we trust of course but just saying them out loud to even ourselves because i think that's a massive step to relating with one another loving one another and living with one another as true brothers and sisters so you've learned a little bit about myself and what i'm all about i guess i really look forward to what these next few episodes i guess will be all about i'm again i'm very imperfect i'm gonna make a lot of mistakes bear with me as i learn and navigate this whole idea and thing all things podcasting i uh, I really can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm so happy that I am because it just feels so right. Bear with me, smile with me, walk with me, be honest with me. I'm really, really looking forward to these next entries. I hope you are too. I hope your day is as beautiful as your spirit and soul is. Again, my name's Rebecca, and I'll see you next time. Bye.